Firsto. All the news you need to start your day. Good morning, you're listening to News Talk with me, Shane Beatty. It's Tuesday, August 22nd. I hope you're well. Coming up. Triathlon Ireland officials conducted a safety assessment, however, due to adverse conditions. They did not sanction the event. Confusion as Triathlon Ireland didn't give go-ahead for Cork Ironman and rise in tourists needing help after being victims of crime in Ireland. Plus, we'll have all the other news making the headlines and the latest in sport and entertainment. But first up this morning, the Ironman race in Cork, in which two athletes died, was not sanctioned by Triathlon Ireland. The national governing body says its officials were unable to give approval for the race. Tara Duggan reports. In a statement, Triathlon Ireland CEO Darren Coombs says the organisation is reeling after the death of two participants during Sunday's Ironman in Cork. 44-year-old Meath native Brendan Wall and 65-year-old Ivan Chittenden from Canada got into difficulty during the swimming portion of the event in Yall. As per normal protocol, Triathlon Ireland officials conducted a safety assessment before the race began. However, due to adverse conditions, they did not sanction the event. An investigation is already underway into the deaths, with Triathlon Ireland adding it would be inappropriate to comment further at this time. It did, though, express its condolences to the men's families and friends, describing their loss as devastating. A woman in her 70s has died in a crash in Mayo. She was a passenger in one of two vehicles that collided on the N5 in Swinford yesterday evening. The man driving the car was seriously injured. The man driving the other vehicle was transferred to hospital, also in a serious condition. There's been an increase in the number of tourists needing help dealing with crime here. New figures obtained by News Talk show the Irish Tourist Assistance Service helped 782 people so far this year. That's compared to 721 in the same period in 2019, just before the pandemic. CEO Lisa Kennedy says most of the cases are in the capital and relate to theft. So in 2019, up to recently, we, we've assisted 721 tourists. To date this year, we've assisted slightly more, which is uh, 782 tourists. So while there is a, an increase, it's not, you know, it's not a huge increase, but July and August have been particularly busy for us. The RT payments controversies back in the spotlight at the Oireachtas Media Committee today. TDs and senators are meeting in private to discuss the second Grant Thornton report into governance issues at the broadcaster. Chair of the committee, TD Neve Smith, says repairing the relationship between the board and the executive will be crucial to resolving the crisis. Out of that Grant Thornton part two, what became very clear was that lack of oversight working in silos, I suppose, as as the executive did in the past and, you know, didn't correctly and and fully inform the board to enable them to do the job they have to do. I think that the committee certainly will want to hear from the board that the changes have been made. A man in his 70s has been assaulted after being falsely imprisoned in a house in Dublin. A number of men dressed as workers forced their way into the property in Monkstown yesterday morning. Ellen Butler reports. The men knocked on the door of a house in Carrickbrennan Lawn in Monkstown at about a quarter past eight yesterday morning. They then forced their way in and held the four occupants of the house against their will. One man, aged in his 70s, was assaulted and later taken to St Vincent's Hospital for treatment of non-life-threatening injuries. The men stole a number of items from the house before leaving on foot in the direction of Monkstown Village. Gardaí are appealing to anyone who was in the area at the time and may have witnessed suspicious activity to contact them. 
The families of Lucy Letby's victims are calling for an inquiry to be upgraded so witnesses will have to appear. The British government's ordered a non-statutory probe, but relatives want a judge to look into the case and how reports were handled by the hospital at the centre. The former nurse was given a whole life sentence yesterday for the murder of seven babies while working on a neonatal unit. Tamlin Bolton, who represents the families of the victims, says they deserve answers. Our hope is that we can work with the solicitors for the trust to bring some resolution for the families. That resolution is only ever going to be something financial. That's all that we can offer them. The NCT's decision to go cashless is being branded as a sign of things to come. It's become the latest body to announce it will only accept card payments and postal orders in future. The National Car Test Operator says it's taking the decision for the safety and convenience of its customers. John Lowe from the themoneydoctor.ie thinks most of the population will embrace the move. Cashless is, is inevitable. By 2031, I think we'll be a completely cashless society. I can't remember the last time I actually used a card. I used my phone. So for a lot of the generations, it's really convenient. And it's convenience really that is going to win at the end of the day. Donald Trump's bond has been set at $200,000 in the Georgia case accusing him of trying to overturn the 2020 election. Court documents reveal he's been ordered not to send threatening messages on social media. Mr Trump has indicated on his own social media site that he will surrender himself to authorities in Atlanta on Thursday. The former president is facing 13 counts, including forgery and racketeering. In entertainment news, Derry Girls creator Lisa McGee has written a new comedy thriller set in Northern Ireland. The eight-part series called How to Get to Heaven from Belfast follows a group of school friends as they navigate their lives in their late 30s. It'll air on Channel 4. And in sport, in athletics, Rashida Adelaki says she'll need to make a better start in tomorrow's World Championship 400 metres final. The Tala sprinter qualified automatically from last night's semi-finals, running a time of 49.78 seconds. Charlene Maudsley missed out on progress by placing seventh in her semi-final. And that is first up for this morning. Please start your day with us again here tomorrow. In the meantime, you can check out all the news you need on Newstalk.com. 